Welcome to Choir Talks. If you're watching the video, instead of just listening to the audio, you can see that I'm in a beautiful place. This is Glacier National Park in Montana. And uh, it just has me thinking about the majesty of God, of course, being surrounded by mountains and, and waterfalls and the beauty of nature. And today I wanna to share with you Psalm 139 because Psalm 139 is written by a worshiper, somebody who is in awe of God. And it made me ask myself, how much time do I really spend just stopping and, and experiencing the moment of, of being in awe of God and being in, in wonder of who he is. Often I'm in awe of man and our ingenuity and advancement and the technology in the world today. But right now, all that ability that man has can't overcome that little bitty virus, that COVID-19, right? And so it's moments like this that you remember that God is the true source of power in this world. So here's a little of Psalm 139. Lord, you have searched me and you know me. You know when I sit down and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, Lord, you know it completely. You hem me in behind and before and lay your hand on me. So this, this worshiper starts writing Psalm 139 being amazed at God. He's, he's amazed not only at the bigness of God, but he's amazed at the knowledge of God that is personal to him, how intimately God knows him. He knows uh, everything we do. He knows our thoughts. He knows what we're going to say. He knows what we need. Notice he says he hems us in behind and before. He, he has surrounded us. He knows everything that there is to know about us. And when the worshiper puts all that together, he says, such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty to attain. He's, he's overwhelmed at the knowledge of God. So reading on, he takes a different tack. He says, uh, where can I go from your spirit? And where can I flee from your presence? If I go up into the heavens, you're there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. Uh, now he's amazed at the, the presence of God and, and the pervasiveness of God's presence. Uh, I remember one time when the Lord really made this obvious to me. Uh, my daughter, when she was a young child, decided she wanted to go skydiving. And so flippantly I said, oh baby, I'll take you, but you can't do that until you're 18. That kid remembered that remark for the next 12 or 13 years. And on her 18th birthday, she said, Dad, this is the day we're going skydiving. So we got up in that plane uh, at 14,000 feet or whatever, and I was the most frightened I've ever been in my life. And I thought I was gonna have a panic attack stepping out of that plane. And in that last moment before I stepped out, I said, God, I know you are just as much out there as you are inside of this airplane and I trust you. And of course, stepping out was an awesome experience. So uh, God, God is, is everywhere and his pervasiveness around us, is, it should amaze us. Um, and so he says, um, if I go to the wings of the dawn, take the wings of the dawn, or if I settle on the far side of the sea. So from Jerusalem, he's looking east and he says, if I go to the farthest point to the east or over the sea would be to the west, even there you are with me and your hand guides me and your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light will become night around me. Now, I don't know what he really means here, but it reminds me of those moments in life when, um, when you go through dark, difficult times and you think surely God's presence is not in this place. 
Um, but he says, even the darkness will not be dark to you. And the night will shine like the day for darkness is as light to you. Now that just speaks to me that, that God rest, can rescue us in the darkest places of our life. No, no darkness is dark to him, this Psalm writer says. Um, <clears throat> so now he shifts and he starts thinking about the power of God in uh, just in the making of us. Uh, he, he says, for you created my inmost being, you knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place and wrought together in the deep place. You saw my unformed parts. God intimately knows all about us. Now, sometimes when we look in the mirror and think about ourselves, we're displeased with what we see. But the truth is we are, are fearfully and wonderfully made. This body that God created for us to live in is, is incredibly uh, perfect and incredibly amazing in the way all the, the systems work together. Um, and so he goes on to say, all the, day, all the days ordained for me were written in your book before even one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts and how vast the sum of them. He's just overwhelmed as he thinks about God's knowledge for us. And then he takes another turn. He says, if only you, God, would slay the wicked. Um, so like he's thinking about the greatness and vastness of God. And all of a sudden he thinks well, a thought that you and I have had before. If God is so great and so vast and so powerful, why is there evil in the world? What is up with, with the evil that I see around me? Um, and so he says, I abhor these people. I count them as enemies. And then he takes the last turn and he says, search me, O oh God. It's sort of like he says to himself, hey, wait a minute, I'm evil. I know me and you know me, God. And that same thing resides within me. So he says this, and this is a prayer that any believer should, could and should pray. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way um, everlasting. A great prayer to end with on this psalm, a great prayer that you could pray every day. God, know me and lead me in the right way. I hope you guys have a great week. God bless you.